Welcome to this edition of MIHS Tech Tips. I am Justin Talmadge, and I'm here today with two teachers from Mercer Island High School. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. I have Lynn Adsit. She is a uh, math teacher, and um, I also have Brian Wanzer, who teaches um, in a couple different departments in uh, world music, uh, performing arts department, as well as splits his time with the middle school. And we are here today to talk a little bit about this tab in Schoology that you may have noticed called Mastery. Both Brian and Lynn have been experimenting this year with using mastery learning objectives in Schoology to um, track student performance. So we're going to have a little conversation and show everybody a little bit about how that works. Um, so I'll just ask a question here to, to Brian and or Lynn. Um, what motivated you to want to try to track your student performance a little bit better? What, why are you using mastery in Schoology? I'll go we'll first, Lynn, I guess. We'll let Lynn you want me go to first. <laughs> okay. Um, last year, well, last couple years, I've used it, used GradeCam to help me track student progress in my AP Stats class in terms of meeting certain objectives on multiple choice questions. It was one of my student growth goals that I had. Mm -hmm. And um, when I collected the actual data at the end of the year, I couldn't track the progress the way that I had hoped and I heard about using uh, quizzes on Schoology so I thought okay I'll give that one a shot this year and I found out that I could import my quizzes so I didn't have to do a lot of typing and I could um, tag each question with a particular learning objective that actually I designed myself I didn't have to use pre-made ones I could actually make my own and then when I did that and the kids took the quiz through Schoology which was a secured um, way of doing it, I would get data that would populate my mastery tab. And mm -hmm. at the beginning, there's only one or two, but now I've got a lot of data that I can take a look at and make some decisions about their understanding and also things that I can do differently maybe for next year. Nice. Thanks, Lynn, for sharing that. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into some more specifics about your work in, in a second. Brian, what, uh, what was the sort of impetus for you using Mastery within Schoology? Uh, well, in our middle school band and sixth grade band, I was looking at um, sort of making some processes that we do a little bit more efficient. So we had um, students keeping track of practice that they were doing at home um, over the course of the year, over the course of the trimester. Uh, but I found myself not being able to check in with them as often um, and really not uh, be able to inform them of what the what work they need to do um, to improve and what those specific things of their, um, of their musicianship um, need an improvement. Is this um, the old thing so that I, my parents used to have to sign that I practiced like 100 minutes this week or something? That's the one. Yeah, I remember um, doing that back in, you know, 1988. Right, yeah. So um, so I, I decided to move to uh, more often doing playing tests in class and checking in. Um, and I was sort of experimenting with um, with rubrics on Schoology um, and came across this um, this this mastery setting and uh, and set it all up so that um, the students can check in after each of their playing tests and see um, am I making improvement on these things that I'm working on at home and what are those things that I should be practicing at home so that I can give them some information about 
what are some ways that we can improve our tone? What are some ways that we can improve our rhythmic reading um, at home, but also give me a better chance to be more effective in the classroom? Um, what are the things that, that everybody's struggling with? Um, and then after implementing those strategies, um, is it working? You know, are the students improving on those things, um, both in the classroom and at home? Nice. Interesting. Okay. So let's actually show our audience a little bit about what this looks like. So Lynn, if you could share your screen, go ahead and talk about what this screen is, uh, is displaying. What I have here, this is my mastery tab and um, across the top here, I, I think you can see this is describing um, the different learning objectives that I had for the kids. Mm -hmm. And then um, under each tab, I can see how many achieved mastery. I have a particular mastery level and you mm -hmm. can see expectations meet or does not meet. So I can see for the whole class. But I can also go onto any one of these little boxes, and there's this little number here, and I can click on that, and then I can see like what mastery did they have on each of the multiple choice Mondays that the kids did. So I can see that at the beginning they did pretty good, then there was kind of a, a downfall, and now they've kind of come back up mm -hmm. at the end as right. questions have become more challenging on the same topic. Okay, so I'm looking at the uh, the fourth one from the left, 3P SD sampling, and I'm seeing and that there's this, quite a bit of, of red there. What's that telling me? So what that is telling you um, is that there's a lot of kids that even over five or six attempts still didn't have this particular objective met. And in fact, I used that as part of my AP review this past week to say, hey guys, I'm seeing that even with all the practice we've had, you're missing this objective. And so I built a kind of to go back over and review. We actually went over the questions that the kids did. Um, in these multiple choice Mondays and then gave them some other ones as well. So it gave me a chance to really not understanding and then focusing my instruction on those things. So cool. it was kind so of cool. So you, you broke up a little bit there, but I get the gist of it is that you were able to um, take a look and see how the kids had done on this particular um, objective and then you were able to design maybe an additional activity in your classroom to try to get at helping the kids understand it. Does that sound right? Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. exactly what I did. Yeah. Great. And I think the um, kids created it too. So Brian, I wonder if you could then show us what it looks like. I'm going to go ahead and if you can unmute you, Brian, and then we'll have Lynn. Lynn she's, she's stopped sharing her screen. We'll let Brian share his screen and show from the kid view what the kid sees as far as how they're doing on learning objectives. Yeah, I'll pull it up here. I'm going to try and talk over all the marimba playing that's going on in the background. We're not hearing um, it anymore. Ah, well, he stopped playing. Um, well, there you go. Perfect um, so this is the individual um, student, and, uh, and they see the same thing on their side that, um, that we're seeing here. Um, so each of the learning objectives are on the left, um, just like the, the rows were, or sorry, the columns were uh, in Lynn's view. Mm -hmm. um, and then, then a, a grade, and then we can see on each of the, the tests that they've done um, how they scored on that, uh, on that test. They're all color-coded the exact same way in the, the overview screen. Mm -hmm. um, so red isn't meeting, and, uh, and the light green uh, is meeting, and exceeding is, um, is the dark green there. But students can see uh, over the course of, over, of a year, the, um, or over the course of however long, uh, 
long those um, those tests are, sort of how they're doing on all of those things. See that improvement, or or what's struggling as they what they're struggling with as they're as they're looking across the uh, the whole uh, objective. So Brian, it makes sense to me from Lynn's perspective. She's creating quizzes on Schoology, and the kids are taking the quiz. It's automatically grading that quiz for them. How exactly are you, or what 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 is the process happening on the back end, or, or what are you having to do to to show how these kids are doing? Are you is it a, through a quiz, or are, how exactly is that working for you in music? Yeah, so I created a uh, rubric that uses all of the um, learning objectives. And the nice thing is once you create um, that that same rubric, I'm using the same rubric over the course of these playing tests that you're seeing here, um, yeah. I don't have to recreate that each time. I just have to assign the playing test, the rubric to that playing test. Um, and uh, if you haven't used uh, rubrics in Schoology before, it's great. Um, as I'm listening to the recording that they submit, um, I, uh, I just get to click on the box that they meet, uh, and then it automatically is created and gets put into this this mastery system. Interesting. Okay, so for you, your kids are actually recording audio probably on their iPad and uploading it to the assignment from the Schoology app or something? Yeah, some of them do the, um, there is a ability in Schoology to record audio. Um, some of them just do a video, um, either of themselves or the back of their stand as they're playing, uh, and then submit that as well. Nice. Okay, let's go ahead and stop sharing our screen and let's kind of, so we dived into the weeds a little bit. Let's step back out and think about from a teacher perspective. Um, so usually when I use technology, I'm hoping to do a couple of things. One, um, add value and improve processes or improve teaching and learning. But also I'm hoping that I'm saving myself some time doing things more efficiently. So talk to me about, are you able to add add value or is it saving you time or is it is it causing you more time, but you're, but the value is worth it? Talk to me about that, you guys. Go ahead, Brian. I'll let you go first. Okay. <laughs> I, have to think that one first. <laughs> um, I think it's definitely adding. It's definitely adding value to me. I mean, the the mastery settings were were all sort of in a in a change of of process that I was doing in class, um, and I think just overall that process is is doing much better than it was before. Um, mm -hmm. But I really enjoy the ability to, to see, first of all, an overview of who, what students need most help in the classroom and how can I, how can I help them and then how do I focus that help on exactly what they need. Um, so just getting uh, an overview of how my students are doing in, in that class we haven't had before. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, as for time, it's, you know, student growth goals are so much easier that I don't have to, I don't have to go into an Excel document and, and add in all of those numbers and then create my graph and then struggle with that, right? Like all of that stuff is already there uh, and easily exportable from Schoology to be able to give to an administrator. Um, and it's a little bit more time on the front end just creating that rubric, but the nice thing is once I spend the 15 minutes creating those, um, those learning objectives in the, the rubric, I don't have to do it again. Um, we have we've had 15 playing tests over the course of the year, and I've spent 10 minutes making that rubric, and, and that's about it. And on Schoology, with that rubric, makes grading those tests so much easier too. Um, that you know that I can just click on the box, and I don't I don't have to add it up and make sure that I put it in Skyward the same way. It's it's just a few button clicks, uh, and all that stuff gets graded. Oh, so are you syncing to Skyward for these mm -hmm. assignments in Schoology as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's it's much less. Yeah, it's much less data entry and, and a lot more, um, a lot less time doing all that grading. 
I've enjoyed it. Nice. For sure. Lynn, what about for you? Value and time. So I think the value is the kids um, get immediate feedback on the quizzes. Um, I have the setting so that once they finish, it's a timed quiz. They have so much time. Um, and then they can go back and look at the answers and see what they got right and wrong. They, um, I have them reflect on it. Um, I don't use these scores in Skyward because this is more of a formative assessment for me mm -hmm. and for them. And uh, I guess the, in terms of value added, it does give me an idea of long-term what areas kids are struggling with on an ongoing basis. Um, as well as it gives them a place to go back and you know kind of track their own learning and look at the specific questions that they're missing and then um, spend some time really thinking about what am i not understanding on it so it's been good for them i think i think initially they don't like it but once they get into the routine they've actually found the value of it yeah okay interesting well i know from my perspective um I feel like you're both attempting to use Schoology in a way for me that I feel like is where we want to move to. So rather than just uh, pushing out of documents and, and messages to kids on Schoology, being able to actually use Schoology to try to transform the way teaching and learning is happening in your classroom. So I just thank you for being willing to, um, first of all, take the risk on Schoology to do that. And then secondly, also taking risk and recording this conversation with me so that our colleagues can also understand a little bit more about how these tools can be used. So thank you uh, to both to Brian and, and Lynn for taking the time to be here today. That does it for this edition of MIHS uh, Tech Tips. Uh, you can um, look for more of those in the future, I hope. Uh, take care, everybody. Thanks for watching.